Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's late evening on February 14, 2018. 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz has been in custody for many hours following the mass shooting of staff and students at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. He's been in the interrogation room for 75 minutes speaking to John Curcio, a detective from Boward Sheriff's Office. In this episode, we continue the police interrogation and see the twists that are yet to come. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions. Police found 27 corpses. Australia's worst serial killer. Even though I didn't want to get in the car, I had to. With Amanda Howard and Robert McKnight. Hello there, I'm Rob McKnight. Welcome to Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions. Well, I'm one part of it, probably not the most important part of it. <laughs> you know I am. Amanda Howard's also here. She's a criminologist, she's a true crime author, and she's the serial killer whisperer. Amanda, I suppose you have some value to add to this podcast, video cast as well, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I, I add a little bit to it. I mean, I'm not the personality that that's all you. I'm just the brains. <laughs> not at all. I'm neither brains nor personality. Hey, we had a great night last week. Um, as a thank you to the Patreon subscribers and, and your dog's in the background and was one of them. Yep, I'm so as- sorry. <laughs> I have a new puppy, guys. Yeah. It's going to make recording a breeze. But as part of a big thank you to our Patreon subscribers, we actually invited everyone, not just those on the video tier, we invited everyone for a group chat. And it was such a good night to meet so many people, answer so many questions. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. I absolutely loved it, especially how we sort of brought up a couple of interview clips and we went through yes. them and, and like I just did sort of a live cold reading and people were throwing in their ideas and I I loved doing that as my puppy did too. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode. <laughs> uh, we may have to do a serial killer and kill that puppy before the episode goes on. <laughs> we may do. Come and you think I'm joking. um i'm here with lots of treats for them so okay well while she gives them treats let me tell you that if you would like to take part in the video calls with us it's just part of the uh 20 plus tier on patreon so go to patreon.com slash mwm confessions because we're bringing them back monthly and it will be for those tiers onwards so feel free to upgrade or subscribe now we're getting the band back together all right Let's move on and get into this episode because Curcio during this police interrogation has pretty much been calling bullshit on Cruz's bad bad voice and bad side. You know, this is Cruz trying unsuccessfully to convince the detective the the voices are to blame. So we're picking up from there as Curcio digs further into Cruz's life but before learning something very shocking. I understand that. But the bad side is you as well. Everybody's got a good and a bad side. 
you know. Yeah. Do you have any other family members, like uncles or aunts or anything? Yes. Where do they live? New York. New York, New York, or what city in New York? I don't know. Upstate or the big city? or In New York, just that's all I know. When, you're, when your mom passed away, why didn't any of your relatives take in? No will. No will? No. What does that mean? Living will. Yeah, but I don't have to have a living will if my sister's kids die. I'm going to take them in and help them out. Is, was somebody helping you financially other than yourself pay your bills? Were any of your relatives sending you money? So you're paying all your own bills yourself? I mean, you're 19. Mom's money. Oh, your mom's money when she passed? Was it insurance money or what she had in the bank? I don't know. Okay. It was just there in the bank. Okay, so it's like an account she had? Yeah. Does, does Zach have access to that then? I try to get him to have access. All right, so you, you do the finances and try to help Zach out as well? Yeah. Now, when you were going to school at this alternative school, what kind of classes were you taking still? When you weren't depressed, what did you want to be when you got out of school? A ranger. A ranger, an army ranger. Did you ever apply, fill out any paperwork to try to go to the army? I, I took the ASRA, failed. Okay, why did you fail? Because I was stupid. You what? Stupid. You're stupid? Okay, were you going to take it again? I was afraid to take it. Okay, but you had aspirations to, to do something with your life. You wanted to be a, that's a, that's a hell of a thing to want to be, an army ranger. So, when you were in school, how, how much school did you have left before you were going to get some form of a degree? A long time. Well, come on, nothing's a long time. How, how much more class do you think you had? How many credits do you think you needed? I had 15. 15? And that's high school credit to get a high school diploma or college? High school. Okay, so you never got a GED or anything? No. Okay. Now that, that gun that you bought, did it, you know, again, I know you know a little bit about guns, did it have any kind of special laser sighting on it, none of the red dots or the the aim point or anything like that. What's your Facebook? Do you have a Facebook? Do you have a Twitter? Um, I don't know half the stuff you guys got. And that's on the phone that you lost on the campus? Yes. It's in the mini notes. What's your, again, you, you don't know what kind of phone it is. Does it have a passcode? It's a, it's, it's a finger. A finger? What does that mean? Like, like a code? Oh, like, well, how many? Here. I. How many? Well, let's see if I got my phone here. All right, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six. Now hold on a second. You gotta do it on here because I. got do do the shape for me on 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 the notepad. Okay. Oh, do it with your finger. So I can read your mini note. Okay, so that's seven up to three. That's it. I said so. Okay, so seven up to three is your, your thing. That's it? But it's no, definitely no number or anything like that. Okay, so other than putting it on your notes, what time do you think you put it on your notes? This morning or last night? Uh, I, didn't, hmm? didn't I didn't expect this. Okay, but when do you think you put it on the notes? 
Uh, a week ago. A week ago? Week three. I can't hear you. Three or two. Maybe a week ago. What were you going to do a week ago? You can go to a park. Which particular park? I didn't decide. Okay, like a park. What kind of park? Just a, a any park. Any park. And what, are you going to start shooting people at the park? Yeah. And did you have a city picked out for what park you wanted to do? No. What I kept? Want to do it. What kept you from doing it? My bad side. Right. No, but what what stopped you from doing it at the park? If you, if you were, if you, I, I, did, I don't know. You were, you did it three weeks ago, the note, but then you didn't do it at the park. So why do you think you didn't do it at the park? Oh, fuck, I don't know why. Amanda, something I think we need to point out that people watching the video cast would have noticed with that was that the clip kept jumping. There's lots of edits in that footage. I don't know why that is, but it's an interesting little detail, isn't it? It is because, you know, it's seeing that we're getting such a, um, a, a gross interview, I mean, goes for 10 and a half hours. It's interesting that they have taken out just 10 seconds here, five seconds there. So I don't know if he's um, saying people's names or if he's saying things that would be detrimental to his case, but it's interesting, as you said, that, that especially someone like you who's a television producer would see those, those tiny clips that happen. Um, but we don't have the full transcript of the interrogation, just what we're allowed to see. So obviously there is some redacted information in there. Mm. Um, I also found it interesting that he is still trying to um, blame the bad and good side. Uh, Curcio is having none of that. And I really do love him as an interrogator because he's so relaxed and even to the point where he gets the passcode to the phone and and the smart way he does it, the kid, Chris tries to put him off by saying, oh, it's, it's a touch ID. And he's like, no, no, no. Um, the passcodes, you know, I don't understand all this. His way of getting information out of Cruz is really, really, on some levels, sophisticated. It is, and this is something that that, that we often uh, talk about when we do these interrogations, is that it takes the correct interrogator to interrogate that suspect. You know, yeah. um, a female might have come in here and been uh, totally boisterous and loud and he, he could have shut down, but we could have had, you know, someone who's, who's a bit quieter than him that he could have sort of matched for match and then it, it ended up being like a, a whispering game. But I think Curcio is the right guy for this job and he's taken on this sort of father role. Like um, Cruz lost his his adopted dad uh, quite a few years before his adopted mum died. So he, he sort of didn't have that father figure. So this is the perfect opportunity for, for them to use a, a man who, like Curcio continues to talk about his own, own kids, mm. you know, oh, your kids and my kids and, and, and my sister's kids. He, he brings that family element to it to, to give uh, Cruz like a nurturing environment for him to actually um, be open and honest. And on a on a sad side to this story, there are many sad sides, but as far as Cruz is concerned, you can tell from his story that this is a kid who has fallen through the cracks in the system. And, you know, I'm not saying that's the reason he's gone down this path, but it certainly hasn't helped. 
Yeah, I mean, kids get left behind and, and and then we're asked to explain why they end up doing things like this. As you said, yes, this is not his reason for, for becoming a school shooter or would have a lot more than we currently yeah. do. But it's about um, their avenues and their outlets and that at 19 he found himself just done, like life, life was over. And so, you know, that, then he has these violent fantasies and, and these thoughts about blaming society for, for, for what has happened to him and they have this outward um, need to, to, to hurt and harm. But, you know, if he was taken through through the proper schooling channels, if he was able to sort of talk to people about what's going on, you know, him and his younger brother were left when, when their mum died and he says, yeah, there was no will. No one's no one's taken us in. No one's looking yeah. after us. He, he ended up living with a friend for a while. His his younger brother had done the same and was actually on the streets when, when the school shooting actually occurred. So, like, these kids were just left, just too bad, you know. Yeah. Mum's dead. There's the cash. See you later. And it's... You can you can hear a thought process in there of, you know, well, society's done nothing for me and I don't belong in this society because he talks about being alienated quite a lot. And so he it's there's a revenge to it. I mean it's it's far more complex than that but there is a revenge for him not having what what he sees that other people have and get quite easily. Mm. I want to go back to what I mentioned um, a, a moment ago about Cruz talking about the voices in his head and he, the reason he didn't go to the park. And, and that was also interesting, actually, the fact that he admitted that he went to shoot at a park uh, a few weeks beforehand. You know, he's admitting that now he's thought about other locations and, and Curcio is hearing that for the first time. But what's interesting in this next clip is when we go back to that idea of a defence, Curcio is about to use that defence against him. And look, we also need to note that when Cruz speaks about brother, this is TJ who he lived with and not his actual brother. Let, let's take a look at this next bit. When you had that gun, uh, did you use the, did, did brother know? I mean, again, I'm trying, not trying to get brother in trouble. Did you hide it from brother's family or did they know you had it? I knew I had it. Okay, because you, you legally bought it, but so you didn't hide it from anybody. Okay. And you only fired it a couple times in your mom's garage before she passed. You never been to the range with it at all. You said you were a coward. Oh, yeah. I am. Hmm. But you wanted to be an Army Ranger. Was anybody in your family in the Army? I believe my father was in the Marines. Marine? Okay. I never met my real parents. They're adopted? No, I'm adopted. Okay. How long, have, how long have you known you're adopted? Your whole life? How long? My mother told me. When was that? I can't remember what she told me. Before or after your dad died? Before after my after my dad died, but a long time took for okay. to something before I realized. Okay. What did that make you feel that you were adopted? I mean, your family was always, were they good to you? Even though they weren't your biological parents, did they treat you like you were their kid? I mean, did they treat you good? I 
Yes or no? Well, what was the no? What'd they do that wasn't good? Put me down. Put you down what? Like, demeaning? Just put me down, make me feel bad. I mean, why'd they make you feel bad? About what? Yeah, I was crazy, stupid. Okay. Worthless. Worthless. Is Zach their biological son? Or is he adopted too? We got adopted from the same mother, supposedly. All right, so you guys are biological brothers, but did they treat Zach the same way or just you? Zach the same way. Okay. Do you ever physically abuse you, beat you, slap you, do anything bad to you? Mentally only. Mentally only? And that was, they just made you feel stupid. Do you feel you're stupid? Yeah, I am stupid. Well, you said you were a B and C student, so I got bad news for you, pal. I became a homicide detective with C's, so if you're stupid, then I'm stupider than you. So being a B and C student doesn't make you stupid, and Stoneman Douglas is a good school, so it's not like, you know, you're stupid. And again, I keep going back to the fact you held down a job for two years, so if somebody thinks you're a reliable worker because people don't pay you money to work in their business if they think that they're you're stupid so huh I felt like it just felt bad for me who felt bad for you Dollar Tree? Yeah. workers not even you believe that I do believe it that they kept you on because they felt bad for you why you were working there before your mom passed away why did they feel bad for you you had a, did they know you before? I mean, you filled out an application, right? My mother did it for me. Okay, but they, they had to interview you. They didn't interview your mother for the job, right? There was no interview. Okay, so they just hired you outright? It was like Christmas time. Okay. I'll fill out an application for me. That's Dollar Tree. Okay. They saw me. They asked me a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. That was... But, Sad day. Okay. Other than Emily, have you ever had another girlfriend since Emily? No. No? Did you, what were your feelings about Emily? She was a high school girlfriend or she was the love of your life? She was the love of my life. All right. You ever talk to any other girls since then? Yes. Okay. Ever go out with any of them? Yes. All right. So you've had other girlfriends since? You've no, been there's no, I scared them. Oh, okay. You ever take them out to dinner and all that stuff? Like, I try to. Okay. What do you scare them about? I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know why I scare them. Do they think you're stupid? Probably now. Probably now, but I, that's what you just said. But I'm talking about when they went out with you. They had to say yes to go out with you, right? No, no girl's going to go out with somebody who they think is stupid. So. I don't know why. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I understand that. So, all this I'm stupid, you, 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 stupid. you got, well, in a term, you're stupid. I don't think you're mentally deficient. You made some poor decisions, obviously, but that doesn't make you stupid. Okay. That's, well, uh, what I told you is true. I, I understand I that. So, all this, the, the, demon, the demon is because you, you got disrespected by... In front of your peers. All right. Let me go. I'm gonna go back and.
see what everybody's doing as far as uh, what they need me to do. You're not a psychologist or anything? Or? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a 59-year-old man who's raised three children, so I guess that makes me somewhat of a psychologist. I think you can give me a psychologist here. Uh, I can certainly ask. Okay. Have you ever seen a psychologist before? No. Okay. I thank you. Thank you. Have all the policemen, other than the circumstances, been kind of bad today? Have anybody treated you unfairly? No. No? No. Sure. Anybody even yell at you? I mean, when I get pulled over, they have No, but I mean, today, did no. you, anybody yell at you? No. You know, do anything to scare you, other than maybe tell you to put your hands up? No. All right. Is there anybody you, whose number you know you want me to call? I, hmm? I don't remember the numbers in my well, phone. If, if, you did, if, you, if you had your phone, who would you want me to call for you? Let you know, let them know where you're at. Do you have a best friend? So who do you want me to call? Trying to think. Uh, Rob. Rob? What's he from work or from school? He's a New York family relative. What relation is he to you? Uh, parents. So parents knew him when oh, okay. I was a kid. Right. But he's in your phone under Rob? I believe. Okay. Let me see if I can just find the phone. The water's still there if you need it. You sure you don't want something else to eat? Like to drink or eat? Gee, Amanda, again, a lot to go through there. And as, again, people watching the video cast will know, there are lots of edits. And if you do want to watch the video cast, uh, you can do Patreon. We've mentioned that before. You can go to our Uscreen page at mwm.uscreen.io. Amanda, I found it fascinating when he asked whether Cruz, well, sorry, when Cruz asked if Curcio is a psychologist. Uh, or even a psychologist. I don't know what I tried to say. Psych I have no idea what that word is I tried to I say. I think we both had fun today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did when he said, uh, are you a psychologist? Yeah, and, and that was so interesting in that he thought that that is who he was trying to convince. That he was he's trying to be there. I'm I'm the bad guy. You know, it was that brain that did this, and you know, it wasn't me and all of that. Um, but Curcio doesn't say no, mate. I'm a cop, which he could have done. But he goes, well, I'm a 59 year old father of Why three. Why did he? You know, I think that makes me a psychologist because it, that was a barrier that he had just broken down. He was. A, a, he wasn't Isn't he duty bound though to like? He can't pretend to be someone else, like, and he hasn't pretended no, to be a psychologist. But but Cruz deserves yeah. to know that he's talking to a police officer, doesn't he? 
Well, I mean, he told him that 15 times at the beginning and he's got his um his sheriff's badge on, on his belt buckle. Yeah, and, um, I, I, I accept he that. He knows that he's a cop, but, yeah, but I, th I think Cruz was thinking, you know, maybe, you know, a clinical psychologist, a a, a profiler, you know, someone like, like that that sort of delves more into the brain side of things rather than, um, you know, bang, bang, shoot him up kind of thing. So I think he he wanted someone with that sort of experience to be there. He, he basically assumed that he deserved someone better than just a detective, you know, and, and I think that's part of, of it. But, you know, he was playing this game of, you know, that I am convincing this psychologist really well of, of me being batshit crazy and stupid. And, um, and the fact that he... It, he didn't say, no, I'm not, but he didn't say he, he was. Like, yes, you know, if you ask a cop if they're a cop, they're supposed to say that they are. But uh, that was going to be a barrier. If he just said, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm a sheriff's detective, um, Cruz might have gone, oh, hang on a second, shut down. But he says he went back into that father role again. You know, I'm a, I'm a father of three kids. You know, I'm, I know what kids are like, so I know sort of these brain ideas and, and stuff that teenagers have. You know, he was even going through, through step by step. You know, Dollar Tree wouldn't have kept you on if they didn't like you. You know, there's no way. They yeah. would have turfed you out, especially if, if they were just taking people off, off paper forms. You know, and he's, he's trying to do the woe is me, but um, – Curcio keeps showing, yet yeah, no, there is no woe is you because you've got everything. Yes, we, we we just discussed that he was talking about, you know, that once his mum died, they were sort of left to their own, own devices, but there's all these other stuff. He, going through that grief, is still going and turning up to his job. He was still going to mm. her school as best he could. You know, he, he was actually doing a lot more than he gave himself credit for, um, which then gets that whole victim complex going that, you know, that the world's to blame for, for him being the way he is, which is totally exactly the opposite to what I've just said. But he he's, he was able to function more than he, he believed he could. And I think that's Curcio coming out as a dad saying, come on, son, you know, you've got this, you've done well, you know, look at, at, at the positives, what, what wins you've had against those few, you know, things that didn't go well. Yes, he didn't get into ranges. He hasn't had a girlfriend. He had fights at school. But he had a job, he um, had friends, he, he had somewhere to stay, he was warm and dry and clean every day. You know, there was things that he did have that he didn't feel were part of, of his point scheme kind of thing. Yeah. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Gotcha. Um, it was interesting, Curcio asking Cruz about whether people had treated him all right, because Kersey has now le has left the room. And what we're going to see is Cruz is left alone and he then proceeds to try and scratch wounds into his wrists. Now, six minutes later, Kersey returns with more papers and he's prepared now with questions about the voices in Cruz's head. All right. Get some stuff here. You with the water. Will you put it back over here? You definitely don't want the water, huh? 
Alright, the school or the psychologist you want to talk to. Obviously, I would have to tell them what you want to talk to them about. So, what exactly do you what do you want me to ask them, or what, why do you want to talk to a psychologist? Find out what's wrong with me. Well, what do you think's wrong with you? I don't know. All right. Well, the voices that you're talking about. Now, again, you know, again, I'm trying not to take too many notes, but you said they started after your dad died. But they were before your your mom died, so yeah, they were before my Let's see. You told me your dad died in 2004, 2005. So, how many years about do you think you've been hearing these voices? Fifteen years. Fifteen? I don't know. Does that sound right? No, because fifteen on top of five, we would be 2020. Do you, when you hear the voices, are the voices like outside your head? Or inside your head when you hear them? Inside. Okay, so it's not like you don't hear a voice from the corner talking to you. It's inside your head. And is it always the same voice or is it only one voice? One voice, same. And you said it's a, it's a, it's a man's voice? That's yeah? Yes. Does it sound like anybody you've ever met? Anybody you've ever seen on TV? Can you tell like by an accent? Is it a, what kind of, is it an old man, young man, white man, young black, man. young man? About the same age as you, you think? Hmm. But it's only one voice you ever hear, right? Yes. Because I want to know what, you know, I'm going to tell this person. I try to, I try to control it, but... Well, how do you, how do you control it when, when you try, hear it? Try to be moving. Okay, so if you're sitting still, you hear the voice more than if you're moving? I mean, you talk about physically moving. Yeah, physically moving. Do you hear the voice when you're in bed at night sleeping? Yes. Do you ever see anything with the voice? Like, a, a, like you know, some people say, oh, I see a person sitting in the corner. You don't see anybody sitting over there, do you? It's just me and you, right? All right. Do you always obey what the voice tells you to do? I try not to. Okay. Well, how many... On, on any given week, how many times do you think you hear the voice? All the time? Once every day. Once every day? Morning, afternoon, night? Always the same time? Usually in the afternoon. About what time? 11 to 12. Why do you think it's those hours? I don't know. It's always around lunchtime? Do you hear it at night when you go lay down? So you hear the voice more than at 11 and 12, right? I hear more at night. Where are I start I start hearing in the afternoon. I hear more at night. Now you talked about demons, yeah. and then you talk about the voice. Yeah, that's vo a demon. That, the voice is the demon. The voice is the demon. So there's and not the two. The person, whoever it is. Does it have a name? No name. Does it ever say, uh, hey, my name Nick, my name's Nick? Is it use your name or use somebody else's name? Just a, just a, just a voice with no name. Which voice with no name telling me what to do? When you wouldn't listen to what the voice said, you ever think that something bad would happen to you from the voice for not listening to it? Loneliness. Huh? Loneliness. Loneliness. So the voice. Listening to the voice was going to keep you from being lonely? 
Okay, so help me out with this, because again, you know, I'm not trying to be a prick or anything like that, but yeah. how does building a fire in a fire pit when you're listening to the voice keep you from being lonely? How does that work? Have someone in my head who I can talk to about it. Okay, so the, your loneliness is fulfilled by the voice. So he's kind of like an imaginary friend. Almost. Yes. Almost. Yes. But does he does he tell you good things to do as well? I think you already said he does sometimes. No, that's just me. That's just you. That's the bad. So why do you want to be friends with somebody who just wants to tell you to do bad things? Can I have somebody? You, wouldn't you rather be alone than be with somebody who's telling you to do bad shit? I, that's like being around a friend who's always getting you in trouble. Why would you want a friend like that? Because I have no one. So you'd rather be in trouble than no. be lonely? I don't want to be in trouble with the bad ones. It's just that I don't have anyone else. You get your brother. I mean, you get along with your brother, right? It's been... When we were growing up, he's been abusive. What kind of abusive? Name calling. Okay, name calling. Brothers do that every day of the week. Sisters too. It was constant. Okay, but you you have a good enough feeling towards your brother where you, you, you share the with him probably one of the only secrets that you have, that you have these voices, right? So you have a decent relationship with your brother, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know if he cares about me or not. You think your brother cares about you more than the voice cares about you? I feel like the voice cares more about me than my brother. Huh. Did your brother ever tell you to do anything bad? No. No? Did the voice tell you to buy that AR-15? Yes. Did it tell you, hey, buy that gun, it looks cool? How many different kinds of guns did you look at before you decided to buy that gun? A lot? And was the voice helping you pick out the gun or was it just you picking? No, it was a voice. Did, it, it, did the AR-15 get picked out because it was similar to the gun that an Army Ranger would carry? No, it was because of the voice. Uh my favorite bit in there, Amanda, is Curcio saying, I'm not trying to be a prick. Curcio, I think you are. You literally have had a go at him for being a sookie about being called some names and building a fire in a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, like, like, Cruz is calling it a demon and he's going, isn't it kind of like an imaginary friend? Like, he's really <laughs> just sort of taking the balls out of that. <laughs> he really, you know... Cruz is sticking to his story about the voice, of course, but he's really just digging himself a deeper hole. He is. I mean, you know, he's he, he's starting to repeat himself at the end and everything and, and all of that. But, you know, at this time, Curcio doesn't know, but we have now seen the videos of him saying, pew, 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 I'm going to shoot up the school. That's how he talks. It's like Stephen McDaniel, who was all over the news talking about, you know, they, they couldn't find the girl he killed, yeah. and then suddenly he goes into interrogation and he's catatonic. This is exactly what Cruz is doing. Cruz is trying to do the Stephen McDaniel um, interrogation technique, but he can't do it. He can't not talk. And so that's why he, he, he keeps talking. But the fact that 
we have Curcio coming back into the room saying, you want to talk to a psychologist, what do you want to say to the psychologist? Rather than saying, oh, yes, someone's booked and they're going to come and see you. He's going that route first to sort of say, I'm here, you're talking to me, so let's continue and let's work out what you'd like to say to him so we know what sort of psychologist to bring in and all of this sort of stuff. And it's just continually um, making crews sort of peel back each each yeah. layer of, of this bullshit um, uh, the defence that he's trying to mount. You know what's hilarious? Um, Percio is like this overweight older man, what did he say he was, 59 or something like that, who's yeah, sitting like back that, yep. and, and you and and what you do is you don't build a a, a perception of who he really is because he's a fighter and he's smart. He sort of, if I was to equate it to something else, you know when you're at a department store and there's a guy in thongs and long hair and a grubby T-shirt and you're thinking homeless and then he buys an 85-inch plasma or LCD TV and walks out the door with it and you're like, oh, he's actually a millionaire. This is the this yeah. is the millionaire. Is that a tortured metaphor, probably, or analogy? Um, but yeah, do you I understand? Would want for like the Julia Roberts uh, going into the store, you know, I have better places to be. You know. <laughs> so I was thinking of the moment where one. he presents <laughs> yeah, it with the necklace. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. hey, look, Curcio's um, not done yet. He's he's like Rocky. He keeps coming back for more and more, and he's about to deliver another blow to Cruz's story. Did you have a computer ever at the house? Because I, I had my partner looking back in the back. I, I had a computer when I was with my mother. Oh, okay. Do you remember ever posting something? Did, did you ever, do you know what the Mississippian Guardian is? What's that? I don't know, I'm just asking. Some was posted under the username of Nicholas Cruz on the internet. And it said, I'm going to be a professional school shooter. Yeah, really? Yeah. Was that you who posted that? No. Wait, you said Missouri? No, I mean, it said maybe something towards, like, Mississippi? Ever been to Mississippi? I don't know. He's, he's looking on that because on, on the Internet, somebody posted under your name, Nicholas Cruz, which, you know, is a somewhat common name, I guess. There's probably more than one of you out there. I'm going to be a professional school shooter. And it was posted. It was posted on September 17th. September 2017. 2017? Yeah. So what, what, what month did your mom die? November. November. So this would have been something before your mom died. I'm not saying it's you. I'm just asking you if it is you. Do you remember ever posting anything on the internet like that? There may not be you. No. How about did you ever post? Did you ever post any pictures uh, holding any other kind of guns on on the internet, like on Instagram or anything? I think baby gun. Yeah. Was it? Was it a shotgun? Maybe did you ever have a Maverick shotgun? Maverick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whose was that? I have one. Where is it at now? Is it our brother's house? Uh. Oh. At brother's house? Yes. Okay. Where did you buy that? 
Huh? Trying to remember. Did you buy it before or after the era 15? After. Okay. <laughs> I need a cigarette and a pizza because Curcio has just fucked him hard. <laughs> oh my Gideon. Wow. Um okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the stupidity that gets me, Amanda, and that's what I'm laughing at. I'm not laughing at such a tragedy. I'm laughing at the stupidity. So I'm going to be a shooter, and I'm going to go onto a forum and use my own name to type it. You know, here I go, Nicholas Cruz. Here I am. I'm telling you all my secrets of what I'm planning and that's not going to come back and haunt me at all. What a <laughs> fuck knuckle. Like, seriously. I mean, what is Absolutely. interesting, though, <laughs> is that he posted using his own name and being in December. This shows massive thought forethought. It shows he planned this from Christmas. Now, from the last few episodes where we went through his computer history, it really does show his planning. <laughs> and the police are up. I mean, literally... The, the first thing you do when you arrest someone, Nicholas Cruz, type it into Google. Oh, hang on here. We've got these posts about being a shooter. I mean, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so, unfortunately, they didn't get him back then, you know, but there's probably thousands of people that, sure. that, that write the same thing. People post fan fantasy stuff, out. though, too. Like, yeah. I actually can't have a go at authorities because uh, kids... I imagine kids post stupid shit all the time, right? So, you know, but the idea that when he did this act and he's trying to blame voices and stuff like that before his mum had died or his adopted mum, you know, there has been plenty of forethought here. Yeah, there hasn't. I mean, we are six hours into this crime and they have found him posting on a weird bulletin board to a newspaper in a different state that he is going to do this. I mean, this is how they, they gather in, info so quickly. And um, Kirstia has been sitting on that for a while. Sorry, there's a storm here now as well. Um, and Kirstia was waiting to use that piece of info. It's not like, okay, well, I've been told this and I've been told this, I've been told this. He waited for the moment to bring that up. And that's mm. what I find interesting, how he's just sort of te teasing this out. Because, you know, um, uh, Cruz had said that he had decided to kill because of his mum's death. But that yes. was actually printed before she died. Yeah. So, you know, he's saying, well, that's bullshit, calling it again. And, you know, Curcio is getting all of these bits and pieces. Um, he's, he's trying to ensure that Cruz trusts him to say these things, but then he's calling bullshit straight back. And it's not, it's, it's not causing an, an effect like Cruz is and going oh well then fuck you I'm not I'm not talking to you yeah. he's just going well this is what you said but the evidence says something else and this is the first time that he said school shooter too so um Curcio hasn't said anything about the crimes very good point well that would have created yep, a blockage right so if Curcio had said that that would have put Cruz into a defense mode yeah, yeah. This is about this is about going all the way around the rim, and just waiting to sort of see it gurgling down the drain. You know, he's he's. They both know why he's there. 
they don't need him to confess because they have this on every camera possible and he got arrested and all of that. Um, you know, this is not, you know, some guy that's brought in, you know, six years later trying to find out where you were when a victim to disappear. This is a very um, uh, um, obvious crime and they know yeah. that he has done it. So, but it's now, that's why this is all, all about the, the, the where's and the how's and, and the why's, not what you did today. Yeah. Uh I, I, I find it fascinating. People should study Curcio because I think he's amazing. Um, look, Curcio does come back in. He has more questions about the voices, but I do need to give a serious warning. I know we've had a few laughs during this episode, but right now we need to issue a serious warning because during this next clip, Cruz talks about self, self-harm. Now, if the voice told you to buy that and the voice told you about the AR-15, what do you think if you, if you didn't buy it, if you said, hey, I ain't buying these guns, too expensive, what do you think the voice would have done to you? Did you stop talking to him? No, tell me to hurt myself. How, how would you hurt yourself? Cut. You're a cutter? I'm a cutter. All right. How many, what was the last time you cut yourself? Earlier. Earlier when? When I was fishing. Earlier today or earlier? Earlier today. Where were you fishing at today? At a lake. Okay, before the shoot, before the school shooting. Yes. Or what, what did you cut yourself with? Knife. Those little scratches on your arms. Hey, look at them. Come on, man. I get worse scratches cleaning my flower bed than that. You weren't trying to hurt yourself. Yes, I was. Wasn't sharp enough. Wasn't sharp enough. No. How many knives do you have? Four, five. How long have you been cutting yourself? Years. You, you ever cut yourself where you had to go to the hospital and get stitches? No. Okay, I so. Myself to the point where it just. That's boring. Okay, but how do you get it to stop? Poor hydrogen peroxide. Okay. Did your mom know you were a cutter? I don't know. Did she ever see your arms and say what happened to your arms? No? No. How about your brother? Did your brother know you were a cutter? I believe he knows. Is your brother a cutter? No. So, when you cut yourself, it's because the voice just told you to cut yourself. And if you didn't talk or you didn't listen to the voice, then you were going to be alone because your voice was your only friend. That's kind of what you're saying. Even though you have a biological brother. Do you get along with anybody at work? Well, I try to get along with everyone. Do you ever go out after work with people, you know, drinking or go to, uh, you know? What was it by myself? Yeah? Like, when you go yeah. fishing, do you ever go by yourself? And the team. Okay, do you go fishing by yourself? Yes. Or do you ever go fishing with anybody else? No. No? Um, just made a mistake, but before I get to that, Another classic line from him, you're a cutter, let me see you cut. I get bigger cuts doing the, uh, in when I'm in between the flower bed. But, you know, just another good one from him. <laughs> um, but he did make a mistake. He he said, he said uh, you've got your biological brother. And, and obviously we know that they're not biological brothers. They were both adopted. Yeah, and it's interesting that, um, that Cruz doesn't sort of pipe in there all 
or say something about that, you know, because we're, mm. we've talked about him being adopted all of this time. But um, he is giving answers, but he's not providing anything extra. And so we're seeing that he's actually being passive, even though he is answering the questions he's being asked. But, you know, he's, he's, he's not bringing up any, anything that um, – that would shock Kurt Curcio because everything is what Curcio already knows. And Cruz yeah. basically not knows that too. So he's just sat in there going, yeah, yeah. Mm. And it was a small mistake too with the biological thing. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of information. But Curcio does look at his notes again and brings the conversation back to the guns owned by Cruz and goes and calls him out on even more lies. Like I said, man, this, this post that's talking about being a school shooter, you remember the Maverick shotgun, right? Do you remember earlier when me and you were talking and I asked you if you had any other guns and you said no? Did I say no? Well, you said BB gun. You didn't mention the Maverick shotgun. That I would remember. No, I do have that a lot. Huh? I do. You do remember saying that? Yeah, I believe. Did I? No, no. you never told me about the Maverick shotgun. I'm trying no, to figure I, out. I, no, I told you I had other guns. Right. Well, you never told me about a Maverick shotgun. Is what I'm trying to get at. Is okay. Did you, oh, yeah, did you yeah, cons- have, what other guns do you have? High point. A high point. What milk? What caliber? High. And when did you buy that? Uh. uh before or after the. Before my mother died. Okay. And did you buy that legitimately? At a gun store, or did you buy it on the street? Well, I, I bought everything at a gun shop. Same gun shop? No, different ones. Okay. I just still can't remember. Okay. The high point nine millimeter. What else you? What other kind of gun? Two, two shotguns. Three shotguns? Yeah, I had three shotguns. Okay, so the Maverick. What other kind of shotgun? Remington. Remington. What gauge? Same. Twelve. Twelve. And what other ones? Uh, uh, Mossberg. Mossberg, what gauge? 12. 12. And what else? Three shotguns, the AR-15, a 9mm high point. What other guns? AK. An AK? 47? Yes. Okay. When did you buy that? Recently. When was that mean? Days or weeks or months? Months. Months. All legitimately bought under your name. Yes. Nobody bought them for you, right? No. Was anybody there with you when you bought them? No. Brother wasn't there. Because there's no way to follow up on it. I'm just asking you. Was anybody there with you or not? My mother was with me when I bought all the other guns. All the other guns, but what? What Moss? Was it the? Was it the Maverick? Okay, the Maverick. So your mom was with you when you bought all the other guns. Yeah. Did you tell? Did she want to come in with me? Did she? Did you tell her why you were buying the guns? I mean, you, look, I mean, I, mean I, I got kids, too. I, I'm taking my kids to the gun store to buy all these uh, weapons. I, I think I would ask them, hey, uh, Nick, why do you need all of them? Did you ever have that conversation with your mom? I told her it's 
You told her what? That was cool. And protect myself. Okay, protecting yourself from what? From boys. Protectors, you needed three shotguns, two rifles, and a handgun. How many other handguns other than the high point? I don't have any handguns. Well, in the, hi the high point is the 9mm is a handgun. It's a rifle? And they make rifles. Okay. Well, you know more about high points than I do. All right, so you needed all those guns to protect yourself from the voices, but the voice is in your head. How are you going to get the voice out of your head? With three shotguns, two rifles, three rifles. Just to keep him occupied so he doesn't do anything. Did you have ammunition for all these guns? Yes. How much money do you think you spent over all these years on all these guns and ammunition? About? Four thousand. Four thousand? When did you buy your first gun? When, how old were you? Eighteen. So was it just right after you turned eighteen, like on your birthday? Which one did you buy first? Ten. Twelve gauge? And you never took any of these guns to the range and practiced with them? Other than the AR, did you ever shoot the AK? No. How many magazines you got for the AK? Four. Four? You got ammunition for all four? And they're all at brother's house? Yeah. Where do you keep them? Safe. Safe? Is there a combination to the safe? No. It's unlocked? It's a key. Where's the key? My drawer. The drawer at the house? Yes. With the drawer to what? The safe. Okay, but the, the key to get in the safe is in the drawer in the safe? Where is the key to open the safe? Uh, shelf thing. Shelf thing of what? Like a desk? A, uh, uh, a dresser. Okay. Is it the only key on a ring or is there other keys? Just that one. Okay. Do you keep the the, uh, the gun safe locked all the time? Why do you do that? To protect myself. Protect yourself from what? From my voice. Do you think? Do you think Cruz believes Curcio is buying his bullshit? I think Cruz does. I think Cruz thinks that he's doing an excellent job and he's up, up for an Oscar. You know, he's doing this woe is me act, you know, oh, I had to have the guns to keep the voices, you know, occupied with something to do rather than just actually saying I bought the guns because I wanted to be a school shooter. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, Curcio didn't even know about the AK-47 and as we know, that seems to be the school shooter gun of choice, but he didn't use it apparently that day. Um, but it's just, you know, like Hosea says, like, didn't your mum say, why do you need all these guns? Mm. You know, it's, you know, if she didn't need protection, why did he need protection? You know, um, voices aren't aren't going to be scared of a gun. No. Um, it's also interesting. It's 8.30 now, according to the video clips we're watching, and, and, and Cruz certainly does look tired he's his head's on the table you know like he's he's reached that point where i feel like he's sick of talking he's tired now he's had that ad adrenaline high of the shooting then he's been caught yeah. he's been held and you know he's still going this this conversation for him would seem like it's never ending uh 
Now, are we likely to get more information at this point because he just wants to get it over and done with? Or will he just become unresponsive because he's so tired? Um, it, it could go either way. Obviously, I know how it does go. Um, but it, sometimes they, they, they do need to push. And, you know, if he gets exhausted and tired, they're not going to say, oh, well, you can go and have a nap, darling, and, and I'll come no, and check No, but we've seen where they do do that. Seat where they can go to the toilet and they can get some food and, and it wrecks oh, yeah. the momentum of the interview. Oh, yeah, and that and they aren't good interviews. You no. Know, people like, you know, we did um, Alicia Bustamante where the, um, where the youth worker had to go to her the toilet right when she confessed. I mean, so, some people are absolute idiots, but, mm. you know, this hasn't been like a, a high-paced interrogation. This is just bits and pieces. This is doing background work. This is great. seeing how far he can he can push Cruz because mm. he, I mean, he could slam him up against the wall and, and call him every name under the sun, but, you know, that's not going to get him anywhere. And this is just, just it's, it's a country stroll basically but but mm. it's it's not going to stop purely because he he feels tired and and lethargic i mean cruz has probably been up for more than 24 hours at this point you know yeah that's yeah, what i was can't wondering go to school should you gonna sleep yeah but mm. um you know i i think that um if it's going to get uncom un uncomfortable well then let it get uncomfortable it could be far worse oh yeah no i have no problem with that and uh i'm just interested to see how how it's going to go from here because I can see the fatigue on Cruz. But look, Curcio is asking more questions and he's going to come to the voices once more. And he's actually allowing Cruz to dig himself an even bigger hole. And again, there is an eight second skip in this recording. It's noticeable in this one. During other clips, it's not so noticeable, but this one is. So you keep it locked to keep the voice from getting into the guns. You, since me and you have been talking, have you heard the voices? What's it said? To cut yourself. For you to cut yourself. Does the voice like me? Huh? Does the voice like me? He doesn't trust you. Why doesn't he trust me? I'm pretty relaxed, ain't I? I'm trying to try and figure that out too. Well, what does he like about me? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of grinning because I want to know what what the voice's problem is with me. What doesn't he like about me? I treated you fairly. I've given you water. I talked nice to you. You know, you're too nice. I'm too nice. Yeah. Um, How many times has the voice talked to you while we've been in the room here together? A lot. Has the voice said jump out of the chair and do anything bad to that policeman? Saying kill yourself now. I don't really believe there is a voice. To be honest with you, voice. No, I don't think there is. I'm telling you the truth. There is. No. I mean, I feel you probably want to kill yourself because of what happened, but... No, the, the voice is telling me to kill myself. Okay, but the voice is telling you that the AR-15 is... You like guns, man. You want to be a ranger. You like guns. It's all right. There's cops like that. There's cops who got a 50 million guns. You didn't buy guns because the voice said, Hey, today I like Mossbergs. Tomorrow I like AR-15s. You like guns. Can, can, can you call the psychologist? I, I, heard the, I get it. I've already got the questions from some of the psychologists. Some of the questions I asked you were from... Yeah. I see. That's the ones I asked you. You heard it? Yeah. Voices. or the inside or outside of your head? What do the voices say? These are all questions I asked you. How many voices? You said one. Whose voice 
Do you think it was? You didn't know. I don't know. I, I don't understand why you can't admit you like guns. There's lots of guys who like it. You never kept any kind of diary though, right? With these voices. No diary. Why didn't you why didn't you ever tell anybody other than your brother about the voices trying to get help? I'm afraid. Huh? I was afraid. I'm afraid of what? The voice is telling you to kill yourself. What what more can you be afraid of? I'd be like, maybe I need to go. To, you want to talk to a psychologist? Why didn't you talk to a psychologist when the voice has started? The voice is telling me not to, and I listen. The voice was telling you not to talk to a psychologist. Yeah, but myself, I wanted to. Why didn't you slip a note to somebody like your mom saying, "Mom, I really need to go see a psychologist because." I got problems with hearing voices. Did you love your mom? Even though she yes. wasn't? Okay. Yes, I love mom. So why wouldn't you tell that to your mom? Because I don't want to scare her. Mm -hmm. I do love my mom. Mm -hmm. I do love my mom. Well, then we're going we're gonna... to... And when did she pass away from you? November. Pneumonia, you said? Was she sick while? She was in the hospital? I tried taking her to the I told her to go to see a doctor. I tried to give her medicine. What kind of medicine you try to give her? Cough medicine. Uh, she died in the house? No. She, the doctor told me that she drove to the medic clinic and they took her in and they took her to the hospital. Okay. And where was the where was the clinic at? What city? Yeah. Near your house? It was CVS. CVS medic clinic. Okay, but where you were close to where you're staying at in Parkland? Yes. Okay, so she passed away in the clinic? Or she passed away at the hospital? Passed away at the hospital. They took her to the hospital. Remember which hospital? Uh, Boca. Boca? Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Were you, were you there when she passed away? or So she was she in the, in the hospital, like in a room for a couple of days? You get a chance to talk to her? Well, was she in like a coma or what was she? It's like she talked to me. Okay, but she was able to communicate? She was able to communicate, but I didn't know what to think. But it was pneumonia she died of. Pneumonia. And even when she was dying, you didn't tell her about the voices? Did you ever go to church? I, want, I wanted to. No, I'm saying ever in your life. Yeah. Do you believe in God? I don't believe in God. What do you believe in? I feel like there's something. Okay. But if you believe in demons, do you believe in angels? Angels is the good. Demons are the bad. Do you, when you say the word demon, you think it's an evil spirit? Well, what do you think it is? A voice. Demon oh. voice. Okay, but going back, do you believe that there's good angels and God and afterlife and when you, your mom passed away that your mom is somewhere right now. I feel like there, there's an afterlife. Okay, so do you, do you believe your mom's somewhere even though she's passed away, she's somewhere else? Okay. But you, you know you never went to church or anything like that? No. You ever just, you know, maybe think about when you were hitting the voices go to see a, a 
preacher or a priest or something like that? So it was just one day where I was riding my bike and the boys told me not to go anywhere, just ride. Mm -hmm. I stopped by the church because that was me. I wanted to stop by at the church. Okay. Just to sit there. So what did you what did you think you really had to do other than kill yourself to get the voice out of your head? You didn't think a priest or a church could help you? What did you think you had to do? Try to kill myself. Okay, well above and beyond all that. Was there something else you could do to get that voice out of your head? I don't know. I'm just asking. Did you pray? You ever ask God to get the voice out of your head? Why not? You don't believe in God, or you, you believe there's something, right? Just believe, I don't believe there's God, I believe there's something else. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're not. Geez, Curcio's gone through a few different phases there, hasn't he? Look, let's break it down, Amanda. He asked Cruz about the voices and if he's hearing from them during the interview. Yeah, and Cruz hadn't thought of that. He should have done the batshit crazy. You know, he should have been jumping around the room saying, oh, my God, they're here to take me away. And he, he didn't think that he, he needed to do that. He, and yet you can see it sort of tick, you know, and I thought any second now, praise Jesus, he's, he's, he's going to hear that <laughs> voice again with Curcio there, but it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Curcio actually made Cruz make a judgment about him telling him that he's a nice guy as well. Yeah, that was really, really interesting because, you know, um, we've seen that they, um, Curcio has sort of done the sort of same seating positions that, that Cruz has done throughout this, that they're both very relaxed kind of thing, though they have sort of done a bit of a seesaw. But when he says, why why don't the demons hate me? Like, I know I'm a nice guy. And he does, you know, that that, that up, up, uh, palm up um gesture and Cruz does it back to him thinking yes you are a nice guy and yeah. it's interesting that he 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 responded in truth then he was actually saying yes I I totally agree and that's why you know you're you're safe in this room with me but it's just it's interesting how the, the shutdown sort of stopped for just that moment because Cruz did not want Curcio to think that he thought he was a bad guy mm. look your favorite topic came up religion <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and I, 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 throughout this i've been screaming about um you know having demons because as as Curcio says you can't have demons if you don't have angels like they're they're part of the same religious structure you know they're the good and the bad the yin and the yang and for for Cruz to say no i don't believe in any of that but i've got demons it doesn't work that way and so Curcio to go in with that it's like yes that was beautiful finally someone has said that when someone says they're hearing demons no one says yeah but you can't have one without the other yeah and you know so does he have like a bad demon here and an angel here he didn't he, he didn't go into that but like Cruz is trying to make up his own theological argument on the fly because Cruz is uh, because Curcio has thro thrown this at him and he doesn't know which way to take it and so he's just like oh I'm totally lost now and I have no idea where to go and then that that then leads back in, into the reasoning for a psychologist and that he didn't ask for one before 
he wants one now. And there's so many times that we hear Curcio wanting to say, you know, why didn't you ask for it before you kill people? You know, he, we know that's what he wants to say, but he knows that that will just shut it down. So he mm. says, well, why now not before rather than before you killed? So it's just interesting that we can hear that extra dialogue that, that Cruz is too busy being locked down to actually hear and understand that Curcio is going at him hard. He just doesn't realise it. Yeah. Jeez, it's fascinating stuff. I am, I'm genuinely enjoying watching this interrogation because Curcio, he's playing a slow game but a good game. And next time, in our next episode, we're going to continue the interrogation as it heads into its second hour, Amanda. Uh, can we expect a few twists yep. and turns? I bet we can. Well, we will have a fair few uh, twists and turns, and we're actually going to replay uh, the interview when Zach actually comes into the room. Now, we've done that before, like a couple of small tidbits in a 911 episode, I think, that, that, that we did. But we're actually going to play that in full just to go through it. We are not going to be looking at at um, Zach as anything but a victim in, in this as well. But I mm -hmm. think it's important for us to play that as part of, of, of this deep dive because I think it speaks volumes about what Cruz has said about him and what Zach says about Cruz and how that whole um, brotherly relationship was actually like. Okay, that's coming up in Monsters Who Murder Serial Killer Confessions. Amanda Howard, the serial killer whisperer, thank you for your time. Thank you, and we got there this week. I didn't think we were going to get there at one point. We did. We've made it work. I'm Rob McKnight. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.